Welcome to the ERMI Podcast. This is Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer at ERMI. In this episode, we bring you a snap talk from our 2022 Emmett J. Vaughn Agricon titled Agricultural Risks in Texas by Albert Betts, Executive Director of the Insurance Council of Texas. You know that for over 40 years, ERMI has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance risk management professionals like you. We are now offering a must-have resource for agribusiness insurance. Our reference guide provides an unbiased analysis of agribusiness insurance coverages and forms and best practices. And in this snap talk, Albert discusses the myriad of risks affecting agricultural workers in Texas. Albert discusses the strong agricultural roots in Texas, and after this snap talk, we hope that you'll come away with an understanding of the challenges Texas farmers and ranchers face in the pursuit of making a living and feeding our country. Settle in for this discussion from Albert Betts. Hello, I'm pleased to join you and talk a little bit about my background first. Uh, I've been a lawyer for the last 30 years, like many in insurance, never uh, dreamt or planned to go into the business of insurance, but found myself in law school clerking with the uh, Texas Attorney General's office in the insurance banking and security section. And that began my um, very varied career in property and casualty insurance. For the last 30 years, I've been part-time a lawyer, at times not a lawyer, a member of executive management been a regulator as the Commissioner of Workers' Compensation here in Texas, but also been working for insurance carriers and regulated entities over that same time period, as well as serving as Chief of Staff for an insurance commissioner back in the early 2000s. So very varied role. I've worked with the legislature as a, a lobbyist, but also as a regulator advising legislative offices on the business of insurance, property and casualty, as well as workers' compensation. And then while I lobbied, represented insurance trade groups, uh, as well as insurance companies on how to enter the Texas market, policy form approval, complying with the various state regulations. And so just a varied background and career across workers' compensation and property and casualty insurance, as well as a member of executive management. So it's been a varied career. Can't believe it's been this long. And I'm pleased to be talking with y'all today. I want to thank Ermi for an opportunity to work with y'all and talk to you a little bit about Texas. Uh, born and raised in a native Texan. Uh, I don't think I have a Texas accent, but when I leave the state, most people seem to think I do. I'm going to talk a bit today about agriculture in Texas and what has happened to crop insurance and agriculture business here in the state over the last few years. If you've kept up with anything in Texas, you know, we are prone to, we can range from heat waves and droughts to flooding to multiple hailstorms to hurricanes to tornadoes. Uh, and even most recently out in, in West Texas, uh, we're beginning to have small earthquakes. So Texas has a little bit of every, every possible disaster you can imagine. We somehow almost get it here, and I think the only thing we haven't experienced over the last few years is actually uh, volcanoes across so your fingers and hope that doesn't happen. But if you look at the state and given all the severe weather we have here, obviously it greatly impacts our agricultural 
community here in this state. As you may know, and as I recall, in 2017, Texas had the highest total loss paid by crop insurers. That was the year of Hurricane Harvey, in addition to other hailstorms and floods throughout the state during that year. Our freeze, our great winter freeze, Winter Storm Uri, back in 2021, was an unprecedented event in the state as it crossed all 254 counties. And if you've ever been to Texas or traveled through Texas, you realize you can literally drive eight hours east to west or eight hours north to south and still be in Texas. So we've experienced with that winter storm something I don't think we really ever imagined given the, the breadth and scope of it, but it did do significant damage, particularly down in our lower Rio Grande Valley area near the Mexico border, where there's a lot of citrus crops and orange and grapefruit in particular that's grown. And I recall that storm enormous, causing at least $230 million in losses to the uh, citrus industry. I think livestock losses approached a similar number, $230 million or so, and then another $150 million or so reportedly lost in terms of vegetables. So a significant crop event that on top of that has impacted almost $10 billion in losses to residential and commercial property. So something we, we so far this year in 2022 appear to have missed for the most part in Texas, but it yet you know, illustrates the various risk and you know, the need for insurance uh, here in this state, given the various weather events and severe shifts in weather that can happen here. Texas you know, is a primarily an oil and gas state, but has a very robust agricultural community. The image of Texans in cowboy hats and boots is still accurate in, in a great many places. So crop industry, the cattle industry, uh, our agricultural roots are, are run strong in the state and are very important to the people that do business here. Protecting that business and protecting those workers is also important. I'm going to be talking a bit at the upcoming conference on the uh, importance of workers' compensation insurance, or at least some protections in place to make sure that workers in the agricultural community have uh, some protection and that their employers or, or ranching farm owners have some protections against lawsuits. You know, the agricultural community is also very risky in terms of, of injuries and fatalities. Although uh, the agricultural community and its workers are not among the highest when it comes to uh, non-fatal workplace injuries, it is among the highest when it comes to fatal workplace industry. And that's based on information from the Bureau of Labor Statistics that shows that in 2020, out of about 4,700, 4,800 uh, fatal workplace injuries, that the uh, agricultural workers were the third highest for fatal injuries. So I'm going to highlight briefly the importance and the options that are available for ranch owners and employers to protect themselves in the event there is an injury or, or death in the workplace. But overall, as you can see with the Farm and ranch, agricultural community, there's a variety of risks. You've got to worry about weather. You've got to worry about severe weather, drought, fire, uh, et cetera. But you've also got to worry about protecting the people who work on those farms, protecting your farm uh, and your business from potential risk and potential lawsuits. And we'll touch upon in my presentation at the upcoming event, the options that are out there 
how they vary from state to state. But I think the overriding message is going to be if you want to protect your, your property, protect yourself from lawsuit, if you can get workers' compensation coverage, get it. And if you uh, choose not to, there are some options in terms of employer liability policy. So appreciate the opportunity to share a few thoughts on, on risk in Texas. Thank you so much. Be sure to learn more about which states require workers' compensation coverage, product recall, and how to cover risks affecting farms and ranches by using your paid subscription content provided by Army. If you're not yet a subscriber, you can learn more and get a free demo of our products and our free resources all at ermi.com. Thanks for listening.